everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Edustride Online, our series of chats with members of Edustride family. We hope these conversations help us stay connected, keep the ties strong, and get to hear your stories, your recollections of Edustride trips, what you enjoyed, what you missed the most, and also your new strides, what you have been doing these days, especially in times of lockdown. On the first episode of Edustride Online, we chatted with Anna, who took the cultural trip to the UK with Edustride in the summer of 2019. Anna talked about her favorite times during the trip. She also told us about her passions and her hobbies. If you haven't listened to our recorded chat with Anna, you can find it on all our social media platforms, running with some of the most delightful pictures and videos of the trip. On this second episode, we welcome Reem and Rana, a twin-like pair, but each unique in style and aspirations. Reem traveled with Edu Stride to the UK in 2017, Rana in 2018. Let's move straight to the two young girls who will tell us more about themselves, their dreams, their fears, and their response to the current Lebanese situation, as well as their recollections of the UK cultural trips they took with Edu Stride. If you like these episodes, help us connect to others by sharing our posts and telling us in the comments section what you like. Better still, Tell us what you want to hear more of in the future. Hello, Rana. Hello, Reem. So thrilled to have this chat with the two of you today. How are you? Hello. Hello. Good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm happy to have you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Reem? So, hello, guys. This is Reem. I'm currently 19 years old. I'm a university student. Uh, I study agronomy agricultural sciences and I've come across a stride from school and uh, it gave me the opportunity to travel to the UK and explore more the world. It was my first time ever traveling and uh, yeah it was really a fun experience. Great. Rana? I am 17 years old and I finished my senior year this year. I'm going to college and I, it was also my first year, my first time traveling uh, to the UK. Okay. I know each one has been working on different projects during the quarantine, but before you tell us about them, let's talk a little bit about your relationship as sisters. What is it like? Did it change during the lockdown? It has definitely changed during lockdown. I think uh, before lockdown, we both were kind of busy with our own lives and we shared similar interests but not that much. We always had big differences. Whereas now, we share more similarities than differences. Yes, but we argue a lot. <laughs> yes, we do. We argue a lot, but uh, we have learned to really okay, connect on more of what is similar, focus on what is more... Uh, yeah, focus more on what's similar between us. Uh-huh. We connect through fashion, but something that we argue about is the way we see things through life. I have opinions and she has other opinions, as well as we we argue about, um, for example, she is very shy and I am more outgoing. So if we want to go out to some place, she likes to go some places and I like to go to others. Who wins at the uh, end? It depends. <laughs> Sometimes me, sometimes her. <laughs> but I have the car, so. <laughs> ah, I yeah. Mean, 
Yes, That's I am important. nice sometimes. <laughs> okay, we hear you. And I'm sure she hears you too. They'll be reckoning mm-hmm, after yeah. the episode. <laughs> One thing I'd like to know, <laughs> did you used to talk to each other about details of your UK trips? Did you share expectations? Like, Reem, did you tell, did you give Rana some tips? Then did you compare impressions after you came back? Was it something you talked about? Of course. Yes, I told her to enjoy every moment and to try to recall every place she went to, to have to remember the feeling more than the actual place. And also I shared with her packing tips, what to pack, what not to pack. And when I came back, it was very obvious how I shifted. My mood, my attitude shifted a lot. I was a person before the trip and I came back a totally different person from uh, the trip. So I kind of hope that she felt the same thing too. Did you, Rana? Yes. Yes, I did. I felt the same. I uh, My personality changed when I came back and my whole mood. Was it because you traveled? Like, was it because it was a vacation? Um, actually, it was more of a cultural trip and we both like to discover new things and take it as a um, learning experience more than it is something to have fun in it. So it was both. We had fun, but we also learned a lot. So it was a nice balance between the both. Mm-hmm. Rana, first, congratulations on finishing your high school diploma. Uh, you say you're Thank going you. to college. What are your plans? Yes, I'm going to go to a fashion institute uh, to learn fashion designing wow wow okay so you have this youtube channel rana b you describe it as a platform for style now we know why painting positivity and more we see you in several videos Uh, we see you trying your mother's outfits conducting competition between your sister and mother about who knows you better sharing all sorts of artistic hacks how did it all start? And how, most importantly, how do you get inspiration uh, for all these videos? Yes, um, I, I decided to create my YouTube channel because uh, I always watched YouTube and I admired the dedication uh, of the creators on YouTube since I was little. So uh, this uh, quarantine uh, pushed me to do it. And I decided to talk in English because it's uh, because I want to uh, um, reach a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What has been your biggest challenge since you started? My biggest challenge was to be more patient, and that it takes more. It takes time for me to grow because, especially here in Lebanon, they don't give uh, a lot of attention to YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Rim, you feature sometimes on Rana's videos. Do you do it willingly or does she have her own way to make you do it? No, I do it willingly with pleasure because uh, I kind of like that she started it because she's been wanting to since forever. And I've been telling her, come on, you know, do it. What's the worst thing that could happen? So I'm very happy. And each time she asks, she asks me to be on her videos, I I approve immediately. 
Reem, what is it like to be a second year Lebanese university student during the pandemic? Uh, honestly, it's been the biggest challenge because uh, we are facing a lot of troubles. We feel unheard. And uh, especially the Lebanese university is like uh, a sample from what is happening here in Lebanon because it's, uh, it's a public uh, school. So there, we, are, we don't really have a lot of uh, materials as well as uh, capabilities to adjust to this uh, pandemic. So it's been a really challenging time. We don't feel heard and we're not really getting the results that we really want. We were taking online courses, but uh, they weren't really effective since not everybody has the ideal internet connection, as well as we have laboratory work. So we're not really doing it by hand. It's been really difficult to adjust to that. And it's not really effective. Yani, um, the quality of education has really dropped through doing this. You are majoring in agronomy or agricultural science, which might strike many as an area mostly reserved for men. Why did you choose it? Were you aware yes. of this challenge? I was very aware, not only that it is uh, dominated by men, but also here in Lebanon, it is not really, uh, there is, isn't really a lot of fields to work on. Uh, because, uh, you know, here in Lebanon, agriculture isn't really important. We focus more on tourism. But uh, I chose it uh, because it has that many challenges and because I thought, you know, if I was to hear what other people say, I would not reach anything in this major or in other majors. So, yes, I was very aware and I chose it purposely so that I could maybe let someone else know to choose what they really want to do, not really being impacted by what society says is right. Right now, we have to focus on other uh, ways to, to sustain ourselves because we cannot always import from, the, from outside because we need to start investing in what is here in Lebanon, in agriculture and even producing some, some things. We are not very aware of of it we can always produce so hopefully we learn in this uh, economical crisis to actually adapt to it one way of fighting gender inequity i feel is to actually believe you can fight that you can fight that inequity to be self-confident and to believe you can reach your target and achieve your dreams this is the message I personally yes. could hear in many of the IGTV recordings you've posted on Instagram in your account, Everyday Reem, which beautifully rhymes with dream. Tell us about that. What did you have in mind? Okay, so I've always wanted to have some kind of impact on society, but I've never really uh, tried to do it. So when quarantine has started, I wanted to do something that will help me as well as help others to adapt to this new way of lifestyle because we shifted so rapidly that we suddenly have a lot of time and not a lot to do. So I started this account hoping to, to raise some kind of awareness about some things, whether it was mental issues or uh, it was uh, something that has to do with the Lebanese law. I love to encourage people to seek to 
raise their voices, not always be silent about the things that really are affecting them. And here, knowledge isn't always available to everybody. And sometimes you are really lazy to find the, the resources that you really want. So I always focus on translating every single word so everything is really clear for everybody to, to hear. Rana, do you think art is important in society? Does it help make society better? Yes, art, in my opinion, is very important to grow a society and make it better because uh, art expresses each person and it makes them choose, uh, you know, it makes them show their opinion. So people can be more open-minded and more uh, open to every every person, you know, every opinion. And I see art that art is a very um, unique way to to let people know something or to know and it's it's powerful yes okay excellent thank you I'd like to throw in here a quick question about your response to the latest uprisings do you believe there is hope for real change in Lebanon I don't know uh, actually no I don't uh, I don't think that anything will ever change Wow. For me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, wow. especially that I uh, am more into art, and here they don't value art a lot and people who make art. Um, I don't know. I just think that uh, we've been trying a lot, and um, I think that they will never hear us. I think that all my generation feels the same. Karim, do you agree? Uh, for me, I have hope, but not in the near future. I think it will take years and years. It's like we are in an economical, cultural crisis or war. Like I think it will take almost 10 years for us to really start to change, really accommodate to the differences we have here in Lebanon. We are so rich in culture that we don't know what to do with it. So I think there is hope, but not in the near future at all. It is kind of sad because the generations that will pass through this will not really be as patient as it takes. Because we, ever since we, we've been born, uh, we've been having troubles. So I think everybody now, if they have the opportunity to travel, they will, sadly. But... Uh, it's the way it is right now, but in the future, hopefully, we will really learn. Do you think the change is starting with the uprisings? Uh, yes. Even though it is messy, there are many opinions, but uh, I think every revolution or every change has to start somewhere, and especially now that we are so different, uh, that makes the way we protest different. So, uh, but it has started definitely. Let's move, if you don't mind, to our rapid fire questions. Yes. Ready for that? Yes. 
Remember, you need to answer fast and only in very few words. Okay? Ready? Ready. Okay. First question is, why did you sign up for the UK trip? What was like your ultimate desire, your ultimate expectation? Okay, I signed up for the UK trip because my sister encouraged me and um, I really wanted to explore the UK. So I wanted to explore what my sister explored. <laughs> yes. Kind of, huh? Let's go to Reem then. You started the ball. Why did you sign up? I signed up because I am I, I am the most per, the most curious person you will ever meet. I'm very curious and I wanted to to feel the experience. Question number two. Each one of you got to see at least one place in the UK the other didn't visit. You have few seconds to tell us why, if there is a reason, and what that place was like. Who will start? Rana, go ahead. I360 in Brighton. Hmm. It was wonderful because we had to see the beach and the city in, uh, in the same place. Mm-hmm. Also, you didn't see the London Eye. Yes, I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> but you didn't <laughs> see the pavilion. <laughs> they didn't get to see the pavilion. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. That was awesome. Question number three. This will redeem you, Reem, I think. Which activity or experience in the UK would you say, I wish my sister were here with me? I wish I were sharing this with my sister. Um, The play of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It was so fun and my sister is very hyper, so it would be (laughs) very cool. Reem. That's right. For me, I wish she was with me in Hastings, all of it, all of it, because I think we would have had so much fun and I would have pushed her to go with me to explore more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best memory was the beach. The beach was awesome because I took uh, a stone from there and I remember exactly the feeling, what we were doing, what we were talking about. It was really okay, memorable. I remember that moment. Question number four. What lasting impression did traveling to the UK leave in you? How did the trip mark you? So for me, this is him. For me, uh, I had a change of perspective. I started to see uh, Lebanon in a different way. I started to see what is better and what is worse than the UK. And I started to compare as well as it opened up this adventurous side of me it was such a positive feeling that I took it with me here and it still affects me to this day because because of this trip I I really experienced happiness the real meaning of happiness to really be free and just uh, see how small you really are in the world beautifully said I don't know anything you'd like to add uh, yes, me too. It was uh, like I touched happiness and uh, it really showed a side of me that is more sociable and extroverted and I kind of changed my personality here. Lovely. 
on this note, I thank you for this really inspiring conversation. Thank you, Reem. Thank you, Rana. Thank you. Remember to visit Everyday Reem on Insta and Rana B on YouTube for plenty of benefit and entertainment. Happy to have reconnected with you, ladies. We wish you success in a better Lebanon. So do we. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to the second episode of Edustride Online. We hope you enjoyed it. Our next episode will be with one of the kindest Edustride family members who will speak on behalf of a group that has set the bar quite high. It will be a conversation about truth, strength, love, and nostalgia. Stay tuned. Until then, keep exploring and take care.